Matthew, if you can follow me there. My thought for today, um, during a time of prayer and fast, as we all gathered here today, um, a thought that was going through my mind when I wanted to write the talk was uh, joy, um, and joy in serving the Lord. I suppose you can sort of you can flip that around too. Serving the Lord brings joy, and that's some of the key points I want to bring out today. Um, in Matthew, we'll, we'll get straight into our scripture here in Matthew chapter 20, verse 25. Can't go wrong when you've got Jesus here. He's actually just um, reiterated to people that there's no um, special way of getting into the kingdom of heaven or speeding the process up or getting a special place, but, uh, but he clearly states um, one of the main aspects we have to have in our walks in Christ. And in Matthew chapter 20, verse 25, it reads here, but Jesus called them unto him and said, Ye know the princes of the Gentiles exercise dominion over them, and they that are great exercise authority upon them. But it shall not be uh, so among you, but whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister, and whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant, even as the Son of man who came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Um, he's, you know, of course, he's referring to, um, you know, bringing the word, the doctrine from uh, his gospel that he's given to us that he's laid down for the brothers and sisters before us in time and to, um, and to also um, to be about his business. But most importantly, when we look at the words here, uh, the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and it's actually serve. And um, as we know, the prime example that he's laid before us, that uh, our Lord Jesus, the King, was a servant. And, uh, you know, he was a servant. And to us, he's given us a, a, a privileged position that we are in now where we can call upon his name. Uh, with that Holy Ghost experience that we have, we have that part of Jesus within us. And all the people said, that's because of the Holy Ghost. And um, so we get to walk with him daily. And uh, so what he's really getting across here, though, is to serve. Serve is one of the, one of the main ingredients to success, I suppose, he's saying here. I've just got the, the word meaning a servant, um, a devoted and a helpful follower or supporter. Um, there's also the service to others, a means, uh, meaning being unselfish. It means doing something for someone else without expecting um, anything in return or gaining um, so you can't sort of help a brother and sister move house and they think, oh, they've got a ute so I can use it next week now, beauty. <laughs> Wrong attitude. We want to help them because of the love of God that's within us. Um, maybe use their ute later on. Who knows? <laughs> no. Um, but joy in serving God is an important thing. Joy, I believe, is within. As we've seen with the trees from Brother Peter's talk, um, trees have got a beautiful out flourish or flourish. That's fantastic. But God also wants the roots down, as we've, not, as we've been taught, to be quite deeper than what's on the top. And, and uh, I suppose um, that joy, I believe, is the roots of your foundation in Christ. And, um, you know, we're not talking about just the happiness and the laughter. Of course, that's a bonus when we can have a laugh and we can have a bit of time there where we have uh, fun moments, I suppose. But when we come to the point that when we grow, um, when we grow in Christ, it's a continual thing. You've never grown. You're always growing. And that's the way the Lord's always um, put it, I perceive, in the Bible. That, um, and that's by, you know, by using faith, as we heard from uh, Brother before, that you know, faith is a substance there that we must have. And there's a lot of things, a lot of, I suppose, you sort of look at the, um, 
what Jesus is trying to put together and to create um, a like image like himself that he set before us. If we can follow me to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, please. Yeah, today's prayer and fast, and what was one of my thoughts? It was um, prayer and serve, pray and serve. You know, that's what we do, we should, I suppose, do every day as well. Um, Fasting, I suppose, at a time, but serving is continual. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 33. I love this scripture. This scripture I've written in the side of my Bible. It's something I look at quite often to give myself remembrance. But it reads, Even as I please all men and all things, this is Paul writing, uh, writing, of course, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of many, um, that they may be saved. So I'll read that again. Even as I please all men and all things, not seeking mine own profit, but the profit of many, that they may be saved. The way I see it, in other words, everything we do um, in our walks, um, that we apply it to God. We wanted to glorify God in everything we do. And sometimes we actually got to sort of work out how we can do that uh, without letting the natural mind take over. Um, I suppose some of the key points there is the opposite attitude would be being insensitive and just doing what we want and not caring. Um, it's pretty easy to do. That's what the world betrays us to, to be able to do um, without a conscience. Um, being oversensitive can be the, uh, another effect. Uh, uh, doing nothing in fear of uh, displeasing somebody. Um, sometimes, if you look at through what Jesus went through, um, he pleased a lot of people, but he also uh, displeased a lot of people too with the truth, because the truth hurts sometimes, and a lot of people were quite stunned. And uh, you sort of got to pick um, pick your times and that with the Holy Ghost and pray and look for that answer uh, to come within, and not an outward answer, I suppose. But um, to have the mindset to um, apply uh, new tactics, I suppose, in regards to if you have, for example, I know our, our kids have a lot of birthday parties to go to. When you've got kids, we've got three little ones, and I feel like I go to a birthday party every weekend. <laughs> and um, whether it's school, soccer, or whatever it be, fellowship, um, you find yourself in a, in a position where you're around people. And uh, I remember, you know, I've heard Pastor John over the years, he says, uh, the Word of God preaches to us that we should always be on a, a, a full-time outreach. And uh, it stuck in my mind all the time. So whenever we uh, have a birthday party or uh, an event put on, we try try to remember to try and get somebody that may be new, not, or not not necessarily even new. All right? We want to preach the gospel, of course, but even a brother or sister in the Lord that may you know might you might not have had around before, um, somebody you haven't caught up for a while. Um, maybe it's at a different um, you know Woolcroft or uh, Vogue. You know, just try something different. You know, sometimes um, going out of your comfort zone brings a lot of um, uh, edification, I suppose, and and I've been there, done that before, and you do, you feel really good about it. You know, you feel, um, you learn different t- testimonies, you hear of different things happening by the Lord, and um, the Lord always blesses the fellowship too, and uh, of course, with fellowship comes food, so <laughs> um, I've got that little saying that sometimes sacrifice is only in the eye of the beholder. You know, you sort of think, oh, you know, I've got to invite somebody I don't know, it could be awkward, but you make it hard. You're making it hard already. Why don't you just get them around, get a few other people with you, have a barbecue, you know? Like, you, you can, you can, there's different ways of doing things and you still get to learn and grow in the Lord and get your roots growing, um, with Christ. Don't turn to it, but in Hebrews 10, 24, it reads and says, and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. And how good it is that, uh, when you do hear of, um, other people and what they've been about or what there's baptisms happening in different areas, it's a great encouragement for us. It spurs us on and it just reiterates to us that 
Um, God is moving by his people and, you know, as we hear overseas, there's a lot of things happening and um, we hear from Pastor Chad all the time um, about overseas and, in, you know, in the uh, in the Middle East, there there's a lot of good happening too, uh, with um, baptisms and saints now finding the Lord, um, and it's, it's a great encouragement for us all the way over here, back down under in Australia, to know that God is moving around the globe. Um, so the, the actions that we apply in our lives, that we um, you know I've got here, does the action glorify God? Some of the things that go through my mind, how can I honour God through our choice, um, and it helps us to develop a good serving attitude. As well, um, can you turn to Hebrews chapter thirteen, please. So prayer and serve is one of the comments I made, and um, just got a few little um, gems. I like to call them down here. Got a small de- small deeds done are better than great deeds planned. Um, sometimes it's just the little one percenters that need to be done. The good, the big stuff's good, but sometimes just the little stuff get forgotten, forgotten, and um, they're the things that make it strong. Um, now, we are we? Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to him, uh, to his name. But to do good and to communicate, forget not, for which sacrifices God is well pleased. And um, serving one another is a, is a prime example, but also praying uh, with one another um, and having a time of prayer. Uh, the Lord loves to hear us praying, and um, it's a sweet savour as we read in the scriptures there. That when He hears our, pra- our prayers uh, offered to Him, it's it's a wonderful thing to Him. It's a it's a sacrifice of our time, maybe um, that we set aside to pray like today, uh, or wh- wherever it is in your normal daily routine. Maybe in the morning, night times, people got their own little ways of doing it. But um, the Lord loves to hear it, and um, it's good to be a thankful attitude. Um, and uh, even just you know, with like singing songs and things like that, um, you know, offering praise to Him now, you know, singing songs, you know, it's a wonderful thing. But um, I always say the joy once again is within, and you got to look at the fact that when you when you pray to God, your joy's um, growing with inside you, and you got to um, when you, when you sing, how do I say it? with a tree, your song's got to be as big in your, in inside you than it is outside of you, if you know what I mean. And um, that's what the Lord wants. He wants you to be growing in His in His Word. We don't have to turn to it, but in Jude one twenty, it says, "But ye, beloved, building yourselves up on the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. There's no other better way." It says, "The most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost." Lot of people said, um, "I got a little um, little joke here. Hopefully, it goes all right. It's uh, I've already proofread it, so okay. <laughs> but it's regarding prayer." Okay, stand by. Um, so I've got here a pastor, an elder, and a leader. They sat discussing the best options for prayer while a telephone repairman worked nearby. Kneeling is definitely the best way to pray, said the pastor. No, said the elder. I get the best results praying while standing. You're both wrong, the leader said. The most effective prayer is in the lying down position. The repairman could not contain himself any longer. Hey, fellas, he interrupted. The best praying I ever did was when I was hanging upside down from a telephone pole. (laughs) I I looked at that and I thought, that put things into perception, you know, like sometimes, (laughs) yeah, I think that would work, yeah, but I don't recommend it. Um, That's not coming from the platform. Um, But 
um, sometimes we, you know, when we do pray, and um, you know, I have to admit, I'm one person that's, you know, when things do come up against me, you do find you pray harder. Um, maybe that shouldn't be the case. Maybe we should always be praying harder. But I think, you know, with our fervent prayer, praying the Holy Ghost is the only way. It's the proper way, and God rewards that. Um, and um, we might turn to, yeah, we'll turn to Second Corinthians chapter two, serving and praying. This is a very good thing. <clears throat> 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Now that joy, um, you know, all the, the things that we do for the Lord, it does, it just brings joy, and this just this scripture just, oh, I feel, um, really hits that spot. Um, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 says, Now thanks be unto God, which always causeth us to triumph in Christ, and maketh manifest the Saviour uh, of, of his knowledge by us in every place. For we are unto God a sweet savour uh, of Christ in them that are saved and in them that perish. To the one we are the saviour of death unto death and to the other the saviour of life unto life. And who is sufficient for these things? For we are not as many which corrupt the word of God, but as their sincerity, but as of God. In the sight of God we uh, God, we speak in Christ. And uh, that's so true. We, we, our doctrine is Christ. Christ set the example, and we live and breathe. And all the people said, don't have to turn to it, my last scripture there. Matthew 24, in verse 46, says, Blessed is that servant whom the Lord, when he cometh, shall find doing. And all the people said, Amen.